warning. This podcast is about to open the sealed section of spirituality. Hey you. Yeah, you. We see you, you divine human being. And we are calling you to come home. We are ready to talk about the real shit. We're going to get real about life as a divine human being. The good, the not so great, spirituality and taboo. Divinely Human is the podcast that's all about what it means to be human in a spiritual context. We know it's not just about being spiritual, it's about being human too. And that means changing poopy nappies and channeling angels. Sometimes even at the same time. It's time for us to stop making other people's noise our own soundtrack of life. Let's make some waves together so that we can all ride them together and create deep resonance, a sense of home in this crazy world. Pour yourself a coffee or a glass of wine if that's your potion and sit down with your new favorite spiritual sisters as we go on a journey together into what it means to be a divine human being on this spiritual journey. Hi and welcome to the Divinely Human podcast. I am Tanita and I'm Alicia. We are so grateful to have you back. Last weekend, oh last week weekend was hot. It was a big topic. I mean, we were talking about a lot of stuff that was very deep, very mystical, very potent. So we wanted to kind of switch it up this week and just bring you into our voice notes, basically. Like we were talking for a good 15 minutes before this began. We were like, oh my gosh, why don't we just say as soon as we get on, hi and welcome, and then transition into chatting. But we get super sidetracked. So we've got a lot going on with ourselves at the moment. We're both in a really pivotal point just in our energy and our business and what we're wanting to bring through in the world. And I think a lot of that is because of this space, because we really have been connecting deeper as soul sisters. And that has been a really beautiful evolution. But it's for me, it's really brought me into like a deeper reflection of myself and what I actually want to bring here. And also it's a little bit of like, well, I've got somebody to talk about what I want to bring into the world with. Now I kind of have to do it, right? It's like a little bit of a kick up the bum energy. And I'm so grateful for that, but we kind of just wanted to bring you behind the scenes and um, yeah, share what's been on our hearts and on our minds lately, because we know that if we are both experiencing this, we're so not alone. Mm, it's been a big shift like this feeling of a big shift lately hasn't it like this it's almost that start of the year feeling but we're here it's (laughs) obviously I know that you know we're almost we're entering like this end period of the year um that's kind of looming ahead right now but I think that we're all sort of jumping early at this opportunity to shake things up and to see where we can express new versions of ourselves, or, you know, actually just noticing one thing that I felt like for me, a big thing at the moment is that, well, actually it kind of started a few months before I got to this feeling, but I started to feel like I wasn't resonating with myself, even like just looking at myself in the mirror. I was just like, who are you? Like, you're kind of, you're ready to shift. Like you're ready to move out of this, you know, version of your current self into this 
not better or, you know, more evolved or anything, just a different version that feels uh, like there's more resonance with her. And I've, I felt that like it was just there and I couldn't shake it. And now I'm at the point I will note as well during that time, it was not this like easy, great time. I felt like I was going through this almost like, uh, kind of like a little mini dark night of the soul thing happening. Um, <clears throat> just felt like shit, to be honest, to be really raw with you. Like, I just felt like, Oh my fucking God, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just feeling really stagnant and uh, a bit icky. And now I'm like, I've got the spark. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to shift. I'm like, I want to be her. I'm kind of grown out of her. <laughs> So yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm at that point and I've been speaking to a few people lately, you know, including you, we literally speak 24 seven. So I know what's going on and I know that you're going through it too. And it is really beautiful when you have a soul sister that you trust and you can just open up to and speak about, you know, where you're going and where you want to be and what you're working on and have that to bounce off. So yeah. Yeah, I totally hear you. It's like a coming out of the cocoon kind of yeah. vibe, right? And yeah. I totally get that feeling of like knowing that it's like the evolution of consciousness, like knowing that you're in the cocoon and you're going to transition at some time, but like you're not ready. You're not energetically ready. You just, the environment isn't ready. You don't have all of the pieces of the puzzle. And I think at this moment, it's almost like you're just so close. Like, and I feel this too, like so close standing on the edge. It's like a couple more things have to come into play and then I'm ready to just leap. And it's been so many things, but for me, I've noticed this with my manifesting too. Like I'm a really big sharer, as you guys all probably know. I love to share. And this is how I manifest too. It's like, I can see the vision of where I'm wanting to go. And I speak as if it's happening right now. And that's just natural. It just happens because I've got a lot of Aries energy. I want to move as fast as I possibly can. And I've noticed this with my brand's evolution and in my business as well. I want to get there as quickly as I, as I can, but (laughs) there are lessons that need to come into play. And sometimes it feels slow and it feels stagnant and it feels like maybe things are kind of breaking down and our human mind can say, well, things weren't as quick and fast and momentous as they were before. So that's what I've been feeling like playing with this energy of, I don't know, like holding the polarity of, I know there's momentum and I know that I can hold this and be with it at the same time. It's been really interesting. And what's also crazy is that I've made the most amount of money in my business in the last two months that I have in the past like year. And yet I am still receiving very, very clear guidance that I'm not charging enough. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking scary. It really is. When you know that you're not working at your highest capacity and you've set your business up to impede on your time and your energy and your own resources, and then to have the awareness to be like, things need to change, but it's really comfortable here. It sucks. It's so uncomfortable, you know? 
It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and we were just chatting about this before because I was like, I just put some prices up. <laughs> um, and it is so uncomfortable, but it's such an invitation. And the fact is, is that I feel like for you as well, like that's universe's way of saying like, Hey, you've got the momentum. You don't need to actually worry about the number because they're actually investing in you anyway. I feel like that is just like plain as day written right now, like hitting you over the head, you know, um, that's a, yeah, that's like a all systems go. (laughs) which is really exciting as well because once you sort of drop that whole like oh my god can people afford this oh will it be will people still want to like spend time like you know with me holding space for them or whatever it is once you drop that it seems to me just from my personal experience business-wise that once you let go of that everyone else also lets go of that as well when they're coming into your space which is sounds wild but it's actually a thing because it's energy. Um, it is so interesting. I'm just getting coming through right now as well is that, uh, <laughs> I love my guys. They're like, Oh, let me just join in. They're, they're talking about how, um, the reason that that happens is because we carry part of that in our field. And what happens is that they actually, people that are surrounding you in your field or coming into your space, uh, they subconsciously receive that message that they can't afford this because you're thinking, Oh my God, I hope people can afford this. I hope people can afford this. Like, is it too expensive? They're still receiving that message, whether or not you think it or not. And that is why a lot of the time when you haven't let go of that, like, Oh my God, I'm so, you know, enthralled in the numbers. That's why a lot of the time you can feel that stagnancy come through when you do release things or you do up your price and you still are holding on to that, like that cringe feeling about it. So thank you. But yeah, that's makes so much sense. Doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. A thousand percent. And I needed to hear it from somebody else too. Right. Because the other thing is, you know, all this, but do you move with it and do you embody it? And can you, like listen to it again. And that's what I'm working with at the moment is completely releasing that. And it's not that even the fact that I don't know that I'm going to be fully supported, like money wise, it's just the fact that like, I don't want to ruffle feathers. Right. And this is the energy that we're moving even further into, especially working with the Lilith, like, and this is Yes. Like, no, you're not here to please. Exactly. <laughs> but of course, there's that little girl within me that says, like, if you tell them that price, they're going to feel, you know, a certain type of way. And maybe they really want to do this and you want to cater to them and you want to be able to please them and all of the things. But there has to be a point in time where I and everybody else who's upping their prices gets to say, you know what? No, like I'm doing this because it serves me. And this is the frequency that that I'm moving into. And I physically cannot sustain at these prices anymore. And that's got to be okay. You know, like, (laughs) yeah. And I mean, it's not like you get to it, you reach a certain point and your evolution is finished. You're, we're constantly evolving, not just like on a, um, individual level, but I feel like we evolve on like this level where the way that we hold space, the way that we share information, the way that we channel and the way that we just show up 
that evolves over time too. And that becomes sharper and more efficient and more powerful every single day that we wake up and we show up in this space. So, I mean, like you, they up the price every time they bring out a new model car. Why, why should we worry about upping our price because we're evolving and we're shifting and where we feel more knowledgeable or we're encompassing more energy to give back. Like when you think about it in that way too, it kind of, it's like, wow, well, why not? <laughs> yes, literally. And I think we forget that people aren't paying us for, you know, the time that they book us, like the in-between time, they're actually paying for all of the time we've spent acquiring all of the knowledge and practicing our skills and expanding in our chosen area. So you're so right. They're not just paying us an hourly value. It's so much more than that. It's like the, the actual energy that you've put into your own journey. Mm. Part of that is what that exchange is because that wouldn't be happening if you hadn't or if you were not because obviously we're not all done but if we're not doing the hard yards then it doesn't make sense right yeah wild it's 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 crazy and when you break it down and you realign it with um I guess analogies from like everyday life like that like going to buy a new car and getting the newest model or a newer model it really does make sense. And it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Literally. But, um, yeah. It's just blows me away. Yeah. Same. And you think about like the fact that baseline, we are a business, right? We are building a business. And while a lot of our missions are going to be tied to unraveling corporate world, the fact is we are still a business and those companies do have things to teach us that we can inherit and other things that we can let go. And I think that, you know, something that's blaringly obvious is the fact that people and companies do up their prices the bigger they grow and the deeper that they you know go into what they're servicing what they're providing so you're so right and there are countless countless like companies that do this Mm, yeah I feel that I feel that so much um and that's something as well I love how aligned we both are. It's crazy. We're so like parallel in a lot of ways, in some ways not, but also in a lot of ways. Um, it's been like that too. Like personally for me lately, I've like, it's not like I need to, I don't feel the need to up my prices to make more money because I feel like at the moment my business is growing and growing and growing. And I'm so grateful for that but there's like this annoying persistent thing. that's like, you need to up your prices. And I'm like, but I'm making money. I'm happy. Like we do it. Well, I mean like the best place that I've been ever and <clears throat> still getting that persistent, like, well, your time's actually worth more than that. So, you know, <laughs> and one thing that really stuck with me the other day is something that you actually said to me because we were speaking about something that we have in the works for, um, our business babes out there. And you said, well, you know, it needs to be a price that I'm still going to be like waking up. And if I am sick as a dog, 
I'm still happy about showing up and running or holding space for somebody or a group of people, the price needs to reflect me being able to get up and doing that still. I don't want to like exchange something where it just feels, you almost feel that little bit of resentment because you know, subconsciously, you know, when you are selling yourself short and it reflects in the feelings that you feel before showing up, (laughs) you're like, Oh God, like as much as I love it, like, Oh, I'd much rather be, you know, going for a walk or like, you know, going for a swim at the beach, whatever, spending time with family, whatever. But yeah, what you said the other day about that, I was like, yes, that is exactly what like it should reflect, you know, Mm. we should be, having that push to get up and to show up because we're actually being, we're, we're being paid for our time. To put yeah. it <laughs> and you know, when you say that what comes through is that's also reciprocated on the payers end as well. Right. So the motivation that we feel to hold space and the frequency of that monetary value, the person who also is on the other end of that exchange also feels that and should feel that with, you know, the exchange that's happening. And I really like that that drops through because it helps me also remember that some people are really motivated by the exchange. Some people, and I know this has happened with me, I want to get my value out of anything that I place money into. And so I'm fully there. And something that I've really noticed over the course of my business is that when my prices are lower, people's attention spans are lower. And this isn't the same for everything, but it's just what I've noticed in reflection of my own business. But when people pay a low price, they usually come to me wanting a really quick, fast answer and for me to give it to them. And it feels just yuck on my end. And so, and also, again, you don't want to hold that resentment. And I want to be fully there with a person who is fully there with me too. I want both of our energy and our attention to be focused on whatever we are putting our attention towards. So yeah, Mm. I'm glad that that dropped for you because I'm really excited to see where this takes us, you know? Yeah. Listening to you say that as well, it's just made me realize why, because um, I know I've said to you this week, like I've just taken all my offerings off my platform and not I have nothing available at the moment (laughs) because I'm wanting to (laughs) restructure things but I was thinking the other day I'm like I don't want to offer like one card pools or two card pools for like 15 bucks or like I think my three card pool was like like $48 or something Mm -hmm. like I actually don't want to offer those anymore because I feel and I felt that too as much as I felt like there was value dropping through for the person that wanted to receive it I felt like it was cut short in a way and that reflected in the monetary value for it and it reflected in the session as well I'm like man I could keep going forever and ever I could keep pulling cards I could keep my channel open for you because there's so much that wants to drop in but I felt like it was like one of those things where it's was just a quick question or or just a a quick fix or oh I don't feel good today like what's going on. And I'm like, I'm not here to, to, to create that sort of change. And in a way it kind of wasn't reflecting where my self-worth has gotten to as well. It kind of reflected Alicia's self-worth maybe from, 
you know, two years ago, not the self-worth that I've been working on and doing all the shadow work around and trying to heal as well. So that was really interesting. (laughs) I love that. That's so cool that that came through. And I can really see that because it feels to me that you're wanting to deepen, right? And not just like sit on the surface. And it almost feels like you want to go on that journey with them and not just be the mirror, but actually like be in communion with them you know because that's that's the thing that I struggled with too with the readings is there's only so much you can reflect to the person and you can never make somebody fully grasp what you're saying no matter how it comes through or what service and that's something that I do find really tough about reading sometimes is the fact that you open up and you do so much work to fully like capture everything that is coming through and and translate it to them in the best possible way and sometimes it just it isn't what they need but we've also been taught to and this is like a whole nother topic like toxic spirituality like putting our trust and our faith in other people guiding the direction of our life which is like a whole nother thing but yeah that's something that I found too and I'm excited to deepen. I'm excited to like sit and journey with people and know that you still have that skill of being able to reflect and channel Mm -hmm. and receive for them when they need it. It's just not the be all and end all, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that we're kind of going from that, like wanting to be just a mirror, but we're also wanting to be a mirror and a vessel. Which is really, really exciting. Literally, as you said, vessel was like chills. Yeah, yeah. I I feel that you know, being a mirror. I think you know where we're both at, and I know that you, you, you are a vessel. You are the vessel already, and I know that through your work and your um, Akashi Sisterhood course that you do with that. That's so supportive, and that is a journey right? Um, I think that there is so much transformation that happens when you hold someone and you allow yourself to be the vessel for them to expand within and become themselves and just bloom and step into themselves. And there comes a time as a, a healer, a guide, or whatever you want to call yourself, a space holder, let's just umbrella it this <laughs> holder where being the mirror isn't enough for, you, for for us you know you sort of get to that point where you know that you're supposed to be of more service and that's not to diminish people who just want to be a mirror I'm not saying just as negatively I'm just saying that it's okay to feel like something is expired or you're ready for something new, or you're ready to incorporate more into what you're doing. You don't need to feel like you're some sort of walking disaster because you've decided to just change everything. Like I literally just took all of my offerings off my website. I'm like, I'm closed for like two weeks. you know Um, everything to the ground (laughs) it does not mean that you're a failure or that you know if anything it's just you wanting to expand and be more not just for yourself but for other people so 
it's really exciting. I can feel the buzz of it. I can feel the buzz of that energy and it's just amazing. Yeah, totally. So what are you doing to, because I want to clarify by like burning everything to the ground. I truly feel that it's an alchemization process in your world, like where you are taking all the energy that was and restructuring it and rebuilding it and reorganizing it and then building it up from there into something really beautiful and expansive and and a new vibration so I'm curious like what are you doing in that alchemization process like where are you feeling the pull to go now it kind of firstly the first thing it asked me to do was actually just get really clear on values and like what I want and what I want for other people. So that's been a process that wasn't, you know, just to preface this for anyone who's listening, that wasn't like a one nighter. <laughs> that's like a consistent, like just try to muse on that every day and just think like, what do I want? Cause what you want and what you, what you like, what something looks like that you think you want is <laughs> different so different so that's been a really big journey for me the past few weeks it's just like what do I actually want like what do I want this business to look like what do I want the space to look like that I am wanting to hold so for me I think it's definitely going to be moving away from my shorter readings like and I'm th- I think the only thing I really want to keep doing is like fusing the Akashic records into my work. Yeah. But I'm, I think that I'm coming to that expiry end date where I'm like, okay, I think I've served my purpose in holding space in a reading setting mm-hmm. and moving more towards immersions and like, uh, like longer periods of time, as you said, like journeys, like working with people consistently um, to help expand. And as I said to you yesterday, that line that dropped through is like lean into your light. (laughs) I had, um, I was driving home yesterday and I asked for help. I was like, just give me a sign. Like I need to get clear. Like what the fuck am I doing? Like, where am I heading? And I'm driving, driving, driving. And this song came on the radio and the chorus was like, lean into your light. And I'm like, holy fuck. That's exactly (laughs) like, it's like they, they just organized in my head, like the, <laughs> what I wanted. Volume up on your ears. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's probably the direction that I'm heading now. Well, not probably. It is the direction that I'm heading now. Words are very, yes. very important guys. <laughs> that yes. is, is the direction that I'm heading and it's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah. What and you know what? Like, from an outsider's perspective, you've been already doing that for such a long time, yeah. just in your, the way that you show up on social media, the way that you talk to other people, like you're already embodying that. It almost feels like that feminine wants a space to land in. Like she wants yeah. to get to sit in, right? Yeah. And I think too, as well, something else that ignited that was as well, like bringing through that energy of Lilith and, oh. She's like, she, as we said in the, in the previous episode, if you, I don't know, wait, yeah, no, it was Lilith. (laughs) 
Like, hang on. I can't remember which episode. The previous one. Yeah. As we said on the previous episode, um, speaking about her, like she was pretty much like treated like shit and she still wanted to come through and support other women. And that's what I'm feeling at the moment, like just kind of showing up and really doing the work and creating space and empowering, but not just like a one-off, like, hi, bye. (laughs) It's like, I want to see you. I want to be in your energy and I want you to be in mine. I want us to create something beautiful. So yeah, that's what's coming through. Love that. And for me with Lilith, it's been like, she is too big and too expansive to be like, like I don't know what the word is like diluted down almost like yes when I feel that what she reflected with my own energy is like you need space to breathe girl like you can't try and funnel absolutely everything like the other day and this is something also that I'm working with is like over delivering with my prices that don't fully align it's like I was on a call for like you know, a couple hours. And really, truly, I was trying to give this person as much support as possible. And it's coming from a really good place. But at the end, I'm like dead, right? I'm really exhausted, not feeling that lit up at the end of it. I want to kind of regain my energy. And for me, I know when I'm in complete alignment, when I leave a client setting and I've got more energy, I'm Mm -hmm. buzzing, I'm really excited. I feel like I could go and like run a freaking marathon. And so knowing that difference and knowing like where I am pushing myself to fit or like trying to show up at full capacity in this space, it almost feels like it's cracking and it's breaking. And I end up just leaking, like energetically leaking everywhere that's been a huge reflection that she's shown me too is like girl you need space to breathe you need space to be we can't just like be leaking out all over the energy source like yeah like you need to spend that time and like love on yourself and you know fill yourself up and like bring through that feeling of like pleasure and like desire but not just for everything like for you and what you have and who you are as well because how do we that's so true that's such a big energy with her it's like you can't show up unless you are like you're full embodied not you don't have to be but it is best to show up when you're your full embodied self um and you have you are giving yourself that time because geez, we preach it all the time as well as, you know, as teachers, we, we preach it constantly to people that we work with. We're like, you got to make time for you. <laughs> you know, you got to feel your own. I'm not going to take that on. I'm too busy. That can go for you, but my life's too fast paced for that. So I'm just not going to do that. Like I catch myself constantly doing that. And does show through when you're holding space you know straight away when you haven't been giving back to yourself or giving yourself enough time to breathe and just be so that's a really important one actually yeah (laughs) thanks for the reminder (laughs) no worries (laughs) it's like even and then when you do have that space it's like oh my god how do I even how do I even sit with this right but Yeah, my Pisces soul needs space. She needs space. And that's why I'm really struggling with having a corporate job at the moment too. Like truthfully, really 
struggling to show up. And I noticed this cycle is coming around again because I felt like this about two years ago and I just did not want to show up. I was really just doing a hot mess situation in the corporate job. And I noticed myself going into that again. And so I'm playing with the idea of of leaving that job. And that feels really scary. It really, really does. It feels really mm-hmm. scary. But I know that I'm going to fully commit myself to this business. I'm going to fully commit myself to embodying my craft and expanding in, in what I do in the work in this world. I have to have room to breathe. And that is not feeding that energy at all, you know? But it's scary as fuck. Yeah, I feel you with that so much so much um you need the space though to grow like it's so hard to grow and expand something if like some if it's already half full with something else does that make sense yeah totally there's no (laughs) space literally (laughs) no space because I guess energetically like you you know those subatomic particles are like well you're actually still doing this so like we can't (laughs) We need the space to expand out. Really interesting too, because this was a reoccurring um, heated discussion between me and my partner for a long time. Um, It was after I had my now three-year-old and it was getting to the point where it was like, okay, like we kind of need to go back to work now. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) I I was like, oh fuck. Um, and I've always, I've run this business for almost five years now, like part-time until then, until a year ago. So like Atlas was more like almost a year old at that point. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, like what do I do? And then we kept on getting into these discussions. Like, okay. And he was pushing me. He was like, maybe you need to go out and actually do what you were doing before. Like for anyone who doesn't know, I was a, I used to run my own uh, business doing makeup. I was a makeup artist for 10 years. I have no idea. Really? <laughs> no. I was, um, yeah, I was very, very good at my job and oh. successful as well. So I was like, Ooh, do I go back out and start doing that? I just moved to Sydney at that point as well. So new environment, no contacts, I was like, oh, that's going to be, it was daunting. But also at the same time, I was like, I actually stopped, like once I stopped doing that, and then I had obviously had a baby, like my second baby, I was like, oh, I'm not going back to that. I'm not going back to that. I'm going to just do this. It's going to be a risk. But anyway, so we were back and forwards and that pressure was on. He was like, well, if you don't want to do makeup, maybe you should just go back to hospitality or do something else or go back to beauty. Um, I'm like, I don't want to work in beauty therapy. I did that. No. (laughs) And I just stuck. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to risk it. I'm going to make the space for this to grow. And it has, it was able to grow. And now this is my full-time job. So it kind of, you do. That's so true what you were saying. Like sometimes things just need the space to expand. And it's so scary at the same time. And like you have, I guess I have every right to feel scared about that of an ending of something as well. Cause it's also it's like so much security as well. You know, it's, it's what, you know, work, you know, y- your other work is, you know, 
And that ego comes in and it's like, let's just stay cozy. Yes. <laughs> let's be nice and warm and cozy. Let's not risk anything. <laughs> the risk. Yeah. We're here, we're comfortable, feet up, we're good. Like, let's just stay <laughs> like this. But our heart is like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 1000%. And also, you know, you've got a kid to look after. Like yeah. You've got a family. And- exactly. And all that comes through. It's like, okay, but I've got this. What if it doesn't work out? And this. Oh, yeah. I actually have to like pay a mortgage or my rent or whatever. You know? <laughs> yep. You're like, oh, responsibilities. Ooh, yeah. Yep. They are very much alive in this house. And that's totally fine. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. I actually, I've been having this conversation since Madeline was born with my partner, mm. like, you know, in constant conversation. I think it does take time, but I'm truly getting to that space where. I've now set myself three months from the beginning of August said, if I can mimic my scheduled income (laughs) from my corporate job, if I can mimic that for three months, I think I will have like built up the trust within myself and my business to fully step out. So you will see me in three months quitting my job and moving fully into my business. I'm really excited about it. (laughs) But also I think that's why I'm going through this process as you are, this deepening and this like wanting to restructure and fully just like let myself breathe. I'm almost playing in the energy as if and really allowing myself to see like what the possibilities are if I fully committed myself to that and that's what's so exciting and I have not felt this excited for such a long time you know yeah so excited and not just possibility I'm going to correct you there this is your potential that lives within your field (laughs) (laughs) yes okay I'll own that like it's almost like you like your business is coming through and she's like play with this because this idea is just here for the taking that you that we need to work on and it's same for me too it's just such a trust thing yeah we just struggle with that it's like we want to trust everyone else but ourselves oh my god (laughs) I know literally literally honestly though like looking at my business's natal chart like we were doing that in tandem the other day that was so much fun that has given me so much inspiration Mm. yeah it's so much fun so interesting seeing and matching up the energy that you were kind of already aware of but then there's like a natal chart link to your business to actually confirm that and it's like okay I actually do know what the fuck's going on and I do like that little hunch that I got to maybe like go in that direction I feel confident to follow that now yeah totally. I love that I love that also for anyone listening um what we're speaking about is Tanita is doing a um new sessions that she's offering bringing up natal charts for your business and it's honestly life-changing so if anyone wants to delve deeper into that I'm going to shamelessly plug you (laughs) plug you for you (laughs) right now and say just hit her up because like exploding head emoji yes (laughs) honestly thanks for the shameless plug but it's so cool because don't do it I will (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> because like you know and that's exactly right you intuitively know as like a soulful business owner you know but sometimes you just need someone to reflect it back to you and you need to see it in like a no natal chart astrology is not plain but like in plain kind of like earthy yeah. context so yeah. well I mean yeah. at least it's like written in front of you and you can see it on like a screen so it's kind of <laughs> It does help to actualize it, I feel. A hundred percent. That's why I love it. Astrology. <laughs> That's why I love it. I love it because it's like my logical side, like the, the Virgo logical, like it's mm. like, okay, it's all written down. It's all good. It's all there. Graphs, graphs, graphs. <laughs> yes. Constellations aligning with graphs. It's like, you know, like my, my Virgo side of me is just like, fuck yes, I am so turned on right now. <laughs> Same. Honestly, I totally get that. I totally get that. That organization is just like chef's kiss. What we should do is we should look up Kanye West's chart. We were looking at it a little bit before, but I want to chat about him now. Yeah, we were looking up his like uh placements and his business um kind of themed. You go, you go, you know. <laughs> Hey, take over the mic. <laughs> yes, we were. We were looking <laughs> at his natal chart because we're going to start talking about some people of influence in our world. And we want to kind of share what comes through and, and kind of just play with the energy a little bit. Like we honestly find astrology and the Akashic records and all divination tools, really great modalities to sink into somebody's energy and just kind of feel into it. And of mm-hmm. course, like, preface all of this by saying like nothing is 100% written in stone like we all have free will but these tools can help us to understand somebody on a deeper level and from a different perspective so Kanye West apparently had a big day yesterday talking some stuff about Hollywood can you catch us up on that please I swear we don't see him for months and then there'll be a video come out where he's made a public appearance and literally just absolutely (laughs) forged Hollywood or the music industry for what they do so just to catch everyone up if you don't know already so there was a video that came out and he, it looked like he was at some sort of concert performing and you, they speak in between the songs, you know, have a chat. He thought that it was a great time to state that Hollywood, <laughs> all Hollywood are devil worshippers <laughs> and that when you enter Hollywood, everyone's chasing like, you know, the gold man, like the, you know, <clears throat> whatever that award is but also that everyone actually signs contracts that they won't mention like anything of the light. So like Jesus or like anything politically or religiously, like uh, not even religiously, but like spiritually as well. They're very uh, about it. Don't know the right word. Uh, It's just going to be the, uh, you know? So anyway, that came out, the video is kind of circulating now today and it's just very, very interesting that he's just, his pop ball's not interesting. It's so so Kanye West like can we just say but yeah I thought that it was funny so we were speaking about bringing up his birth chart just to see like he's very he's got such a strong personality so yeah it's really interesting yeah totally you know like devil's advocate here but who does talk about Jesus and spirituality that is in Hollywood 
question. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'd like to. I can't think of anyone. I know. I was like, okay, maybe he's a little bit crazy. But then, okay, what if there is a little bit of truth to this? Like, just play devil's advocate here. Right? I thought that was a trick question. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh. Who, who, who is she talking about? Who is I it? I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't yeah. know anybody. So I can't think of anyone really that predominantly, like, comes out and is, like, of the light. I don't know. I don't know. But interesting. Um, we'll have to bring see. up his chart. Yeah, you know what I just saw, though, was that the sun is right next to Jupiter, so meaning he can gain a lot of abundance, a lot of expansion, a lot of Jupiter's energy by inherently being that Gemini energy, which is really interesting because no wonder he continues to come out with all of this crazy stuff because he's like, the feedback I'm getting is this is good, right? So this always tells me that like he is here to shake up the world a little bit, right? And like kind of just bring this very unstable energy (laughs) to the forefront of our consciousness. Yeah, yeah. And that North Node again in Libra, you know, wanting to balance, wanting to set the set everything straight almost truth wise like he's here to just equalize I guess the light and the dark because obviously we're never going to eradicate the dark but it's just about equalizing it so that one's not so prevalent and really like bringing down that um I guess perspective that people have and actually like bring truth to it which I love that that is in his um his knees north nodes there yeah but it does tell us that he's definitely moving away from that individualistic kind of perspective and I love Aries like energy I've got Aries stellium but the shadow side of Aries is that you know Aries can be very arrogant and self-centered and very focused on the self and so moving towards that other side is like focusing on community and service and wholeness but this is something that doesn't just come naturally to him which I find interesting because like he launched what his church yeah service yeah Yeah. and that was something that he had to really like work for and so I thought that was really interesting that you can see that service wanting to show up here interesting too because apparently he's actually quite shy I know that's hard to believe yes even watching the Kardashians I saw that yeah he kind of doesn't actually want to be in the public eye like he kind of is very reserved until he's not (laughs) well then like that's the Saturn Leo energy right yeah exactly I'm literally circling it right now it that is Saturn Leo energy it's really like uh, a big thing for him to do but he pushes himself to do it because he needs to be true to himself and he can't stand the thought of not speaking up when he gets that urge Mm. um but also his ignorance as well coming from that Mars in Taurus, like not to say that you guys are ignorant, but very, very um, standing strong in your ways and not wanting to like 
budge just because, you know, a majority of people are coming for you, which I actually really respect. I really respect that about him. He's not someone that sways and goes back on his word. He's a man of his word is probably a good way to put it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. I see that as well. Isn't that so crazy? So interesting. And you know, something else that I just saw, um, his abundantia asteroid, which is like how you can receive abundance in this lifetime is actually in Virgo. And so Virgo is and can be about beauty and like showing up and making things all organized and beautiful. And we know that he did a lot of Kim Kardashian's wardrobe and looks. <laughs> if and not organized all of- <laughs> the shit out of it to the point where she was like, didn't even know how to dress herself, which is a whole other conversation. <laughs> he like controlled the fuck out of that situation. <laughs> Look, yes, we are control freaks. I will say that. Because we think that everything we do, no one else could do a better job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like sometimes true. Yeah, sometimes true, but that is um, a flaw. That's also a flaw I, I have as well. I'm like, oh, just let me do it because I know that if I do it, I'll be happy. <laughs> I can't wait for the day we have the conversation around like um, bringing on employees and stuff. That's going to be a real big lesson for you. <laughs> Holy dooly. Yes. Yes, it will be. Uh, Isn't that so interesting? And I also saw is like Black Moon Lilith is right there with. Yeah. And right. Yeah. In close proximity, what's conjunct is sun. And I love that. So see what I mean? Like it just comes through so strongly. Yeah, definitely. But he's definitely an energy here to to shake everything up. I think that's really, really clear. And we don't have his time of birth, but so you can't see what houses it's in. Yeah, that would be great. Good. But that like, would be really great, but still. Interesting. And I think it's cool to, to look at things from this perspective because there are a lot of people of influence um, who subconsciously have, you know, a lot of say in the way that our culture evolves. And so I think looking at it through this lens, you can get really clear on what his influence actually is to your psyche and whether or not you want to bring that with you or not. This is an invitation to be like, you know what, maybe I want to bring that in or maybe I don't. And an invitation to release his energy from your system or maybe bring on the light, you know? Yeah. It helps to clarify people's subconscious intentions. I find brings light to that, whether or not they, you know, actually embody it yet, but you know that that blueprint is there to support and guide them in that direction. So you can only hope that they keep moving into that direction as well. (laughs) But, um, I mean, I, I love him. I I I don't love him. I like him a lot. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) (laughs) I like him a lot. But um, I I understand why some people probably think like, oh my god, he's crazy, because he's a lot. He's a big energy, you know. Fucking Gemini. Do we do we need to say more? Yes, yes. I live surrounded by Gemini's, and it's like I don't know which one I'm going to get depending on what day. <laughs> it's like I live with double the amount of people because they all have <laughs> two versions of themselves, and I know that that's such a cliche thing to say about Gemini. It's like a two-for-one deal. I honestly don't know a sign that holds that cliche saying about them so well because that is honestly what it's like. 
Um, But I do think he has good intentions and I do think that he is not will, but is actively bringing through the light and sharing that and more and more people are resonating with what he's saying too. So yeah, I really like him. That's my sense. That's interesting. I don't know. I haven't really given him much thought other than like what I saw him on the Kardashians to, to be. And I always thought he was a really sweet soul. Like the things that he used to do for Kim and just like literally like blew me away. And I think that he has this way of breaking through and kind of like cutting through the noise that not a lot of people have. It's a really powerful position to be in because it, it does, it shakes things up. And I think that his intentions come through in a way that is wholesome. Um, Yeah. is weird, you know? He acts, he is a lover as well. Like I'm pretty sure his moon is in Pisces from reference. He's a lover. Like he, honestly, the way that he loves is just, you can see it ooze out. Even like he, he still turns up in a fire truck and picks these kids up and drops them to school dressed as a fireman. Like, man, don't you have other things to do? Like, no, he will, he will stop everything to make sure his family is okay. And I was actually really, as much as I'm here to advocate towards obviously like, um, how do I say this, like abuse or whatever, or violent, or not, not violence, but like abuse, like emotional abuse towards women and stuff. There was a lot of things come out, you know, when him and Kim broke up that he was like stalking her and stuff. Uh, I think take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> I think that a lot of the time he did express that he was worried for his kids. I mean, he has four kids with her and he doesn't actually agree with a lot of the things and how she exploits the kids. If I was Kanye, I'd be checking in 24 seven too. Like, honestly, I would be, I'd be checking. I'd be leaving my light on across the door, like across the rouse Yeah, a hundred percent. So I think like we've got to take that into account as well. And I think that the media just ran with that because they all want an excuse to, you know, make him seem like a bad person. But I do think that he means well. He's got, he's, he's a lover. He's here. He's a lover. I think so too. And I think it's, this is what's interesting about, you know, how the media portrays someone and and how like versus what their energy is showing in in astrology is like yeah there is going to be some challenges with the way he's portrayed especially with that Saturn and Leo um yeah it's mm. crazy but oh that was fun that was fun <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> and to read more often yeah I was gonna say anyone who's listening let us know we might put a question down below on um. It's up on Spotify for you guys to to answer. If you guys want to hear more more of us breaking down people like this, I think it's really fun and it's kind of light and lighthearted and yeah, just fun. So yeah, I think that that was really cool. Yay! <laughs> well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we're so grateful to hold this space for you. As always, you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and YouTube and Instagram at Divinely Human Podcast as well. So we'll be seeing you very, very soon. Yes. Thank you guys for coming. And we really appreciate you. We 
have noticed the DH page has gained some more people in the community and we see you all and we really, really appreciate you. We've had over 500, 600 listens now on the podcast too. So just quick moment of celebration for that. Like we truly, truly see you and receive you fully. And we're so grateful you're here just chit-chatting with us. <laughs> I'm so grateful for everyone that takes the effort to share when it resonates and share the page, share the podcast and also rate it on Spotify as well. So thank you all so much. We see you and we're just beaming gratitude straight towards you right now. Bye, guys. Bye.